When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. I'm Scott Agnes. Today in the studio is Carlos Knox, a guy that's played here in this city and continues to give back in several ways, mainly from a teaching standpoint, and he's also putting on his annual event that we'll discuss here today. Carlos, thanks for joining me here in studio. No problem, Scott. What we're talking about primarily here is the uh, Knox Indie Pro-Am. This will be the seventh annual Knox Indie Pro-Am here coming up that begins this week. Take me back seven or eight years ago. Why did you feel like there was a great need for it? Now we've seen him blown up everywhere in a variety of states throughout the country. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to make sure that we had um, <clears throat> some of our players that are training here in Indianapolis, we had so many different uh, number one draft picks that were from uh, the Indianapolis area. And uh, I had pretty close relationships with each one of them. So I wanted to provide a safe, fun environment for those guys to actually participate in five-on-five um, games. And the reason why is because, you know, a lot of times um, people get, you know, consumed with just doing the individual training and, and working about, working out by themselves. And it's, it's really a tough thing to do to make that transition of staying in shape at a high level without playing five-on-five basketball. And I would guess a lot of these guys, especially those that maybe are professional, whether it be here or overseas, or maybe treating the morning as individual work, strength work, and then on these evenings when you're hosting these games, that's time for them to try some of those moves that they've been working on with you or other trainers here in the city. Absolutely. It's all about being able to apply your moves, um, making sure that, uh, again, you're making a transition from individual workouts to, you know, five-on-five basketball. One of the things that we really got a lot of support with was the local NBA players that were involved with, um, you know, the community and, and really looking to play in um in five on five basketball they really were real receptive to what we were doing um a lot of them talked to me personally about you know getting the college guys involved and making sure that we had quality players on the floor at all times so i just think it just it, it blew from there because guys were so interested in you know becoming better and staying in shape and making that transition into nba training camp so this will be the seventh annual knox indie pro-am as we'll get started here this week what have you found over this time frame to be the most difficult thing is it maybe acquiring sponsors or getting guys to show up on a regular basis <laughs> well both of those <laughs> that's uh those both are great excellent points um <laughs> But, you know, for the most part, our guys are, you know, they are pretty much committed. But understanding the NBA schedules and uh, how things uh, go in the off season, uh, it's just a timing thing. If we're able to get a little closer to training camp uh, with our NBA guys uh, in town, uh, I feel that they'll they'll come out more and they'll, they'll play because everybody's itching to play. But, you know, early June, uh, early July, guys are still vacationing. But 
Um, I think that the challenge is the NCAA players, that's the time that they're really interested in playing, like early June and early July. Um, <clears throat> the last couple months before they get back to school, if they're not there already. Absolutely. So um, we look at it like if we can merge those times, if we can actually, I usually do it about six weeks. Well, this year it's only a two-week um, pro-am only because we're still looking for that 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 medium that everybody can can be happy with mm-hmm. um, and I feel like it's closer to the NBA um, training camp so that's a little that's better for us because they will be coming in town and then uh, obviously with the NCAA players about to start school you know they're extremely excited now you're a guy that wears several hats in addition to running this your player development coach for the Indiana Fever and also now the director of training up at the Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse, brand new place at Grand Park up in Westfield. I myself need to get up there, and you give me a perfect excuse here with your Knox Indy Pro-Am. Benny might spend the Olympic break vacationing, but but you're deciding to put on this event, and that's kind of uh, another reason why this timing makes sense is that there's a big hole in your calendar right now. Absolutely, yes. And, um... You know, Scott, it's been a it's been a role for me in Indianapolis uh, as a, a person that provides for the community. Um, I want to make sure that you know we're out there, we're helping because as a youngster coming up, obviously I played here uh, in college, but I just had so many different people helping me uh, along the way, and that's that's kind of what I want to be the ambassador of, you know, the community and making sure that everybody is uh you know receiving what they what they need. Um, but for the most part, our schedule, um, you know, with the fever, you know, obviously it's, you know, once every four years with the Olympics, but, uh, I think it was much needed for us. I think we finished the season with, I mean, the, uh, right before the break with the bang. Um, and I feel like, you know, we, we will come back stronger than ever because our, our ladies are very excited. Uh, we have an excellent head coach and lead, leading the way. And uh, coaching staff and organization, so you know I can talk on and on for that about that <laughs> because you know that's my that's my love. I love how you said, "Yeah, I played here in town." No, 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 you, you did a little <laughs> bit better than played here. And IUBUI Athletics Hall of Fame and more still holds some records. In fact, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Um, this is what I try to preach to you know all of the athletes. Um, you know, anytime you see those type of accomplishments and accolades, it was very hard work put uh, that w- was put in. So um, one of the things I've always prided myself on is is really doing the work and making sure that um, I'm extremely prepared. And as an athlete, um, again, that was one of my, my pet peeves. And, you know, I, I talked to, um, you know, the younger athletes about really having that focus. I have a young son now. Uh, actually, he's in college. In college yeah. yeah, he's in college at Cardinal Stritch University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And uh, he's just starting to get it. He's just starting to understand that hard work does pay off. He had an excellent freshman year. But now this summer, I've seen some changes in him where he's really, um, you know, he's really getting it now. So I'm saying that to say, you know, athletes that participate in the Pro-Am, that's one of the things that we bring to the table as well. We, you know, just teaching that consistent work ethic and uh, understanding what it takes to make it to that next level. This event will run for a couple of weeks, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It's beginning this Tuesday, July 26th through August 7th. That's Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's always a special date. It's your highlight event. It's a great way to cap off a great two weeks with the Indiana-Purdue alumni game. Absolutely. Well, um, right now, 
um, we are really excited about, you know, what the Pro-Am will bring this summer. Um, but you and I both know, you know, once you start to put that, that IU-Purdue game out, and then I'm doing some stuff with uh, with Butler this year, too, Project 44, with uh, Andrew Smith, um, his foundation yeah. um, actually lost his battle to cancer in the two-year-long battle. So we wanted to make sure that we partnered up with those guys and um, – you know, it's been a, a pleasure with just getting things together on that end. So, um, you know, we have a few things that are up. You know, usually it's just the IU Purdue game, but just keep checking the website. Because Is that a tease a for us here? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I like it. I like it. A little tease. And, and, yeah, I can't wait to hear more details about Project 44 and how you and others throughout this community can continue to help that cause. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Looking forward to it. With this pro-am, in addition to what you can do for the guys on the court, it also provides basketball fans that are desperate for some hoops of any kind and some legit play here rather than going out in a park or something. And it's free. Yes. So anyone can show up and, and just enjoy quality basketball from guys, whether it's IUPUI, Butler, IU, professional players. Yeah, one of the things that over, just over the years that we've always admired is the fact that they could come in and be up close and personal with NBA players that they usually are not that uh, capable of getting close mm-hmm. to. Um, and <clears throat> also, you know, a lot of times they come in with their, their pictures, their old, you know, jerseys. I met you about. when I was 10 years old. Uh, yes. Now look at me kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And sign it. And, you know, next thing you know, it's a, it's a crowd around the NBA player. And, you know, they have the cameras going. So it's just been a, a pleasure to, to run it, to um, be involved in the community. And uh, I just feel like the players are really um, – happy about it being established you got a lot of guys that have said hey i'm playing now their schedules are tough so Mm -hmm. they can't promise say to be there every night but what kind of guys are you talking about that we're going to see maybe on a random saturday or random thursday coming through uh, throughout these two weeks carlos well this tuesday and thursday um trey lyles have committed to this tuesday yes this tuesday and this thursday and then uh thursday saturday glenn robinson the third has uh committed um, and that's not to say that more won't, but those are two guys that I've have actually talked to, and Excellent. we will know. Yeah, we'll, we know for sure that they'll be there. But um, you know, we have Indiana State, Ball State, IUPUI, um, University of Indianapolis, um, just the local colleges, and it's some it's some great talent around um, that people can come out and enjoy as well. The fact that some of their players are playing kind of gives you the idea of their feelings. But how has this event been embraced by head coaches throughout those various universities? Oh, my. yes, they they really love it. Last year we had, uh, well, the year before last, I'm sorry, we had a, an issue where, um, again, that timing, uh, the coaches were allowed, I think, eight extra hours to um, to train their their kids throughout the summer so it became a situation where uh it kind of overlapped the um, pro-am so Mm -hmm. you know tom crean has been a guy that has sent iu players here matt painter sent some purdue players here uh victor oladipo was one of our our big ones she uh, a lot of those guys when when that team was established uh would come down but when that rule was in play um about the eight hours I think um, you know it just overlapped so so much that players were not capable of getting down here at that time. But 
now that's why we've pushed it back a little bit so everything is kind of because over. summer classes is part of that whole thing as Absolutely. well and typically by now your summer classes are over whether it's first or second semester exactly exactly so i just feel now uh, the coaches are, are they embrace it they they really do especially when it's ncaa sanction and nba sanction that's because, critical yeah because you know that it's going to be quality play. And then uh, I have some of the best referees um, <clears throat> around because, you know, those are the things that matter when it comes to providing a safe, fun atmosphere for these guys. And when I say fun, I just mean, you know, guys like to uh, enjoy the fact that, you know, we have good referees and the games there's, are controlled. Yeah, there's nothing worse than driving up there, th- you know, getting ready for this game only to have the refs control it or have no control Absolutely. over it either way. Yes, yes, exactly. And we take pride in that. That's one of the things that stamped. And that comes from my experience as an NBA player, as a overseas player, you know, college player. You know, I, I know the importance of that because I've been in a situation where I had to scream at a couple refs myself. So. <laughs> Maybe just once or twice. <laughs> Maybe just once And or on twice. the flip side of that, it helps them as well because, I mean, you have had an NBA official that's now in the league be part of it, but also some of these guys, it's giving them a chance to maybe work with pro athletes mm-hmm. or high-level college guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when so we, it goes both ways. Yes, it does. It does. Um, and um, those guys talked to me before we even started the league about being a part of it based on what you're saying we want to make sure that uh we provide an opportunity for everyone that's involved you know i have a wonderful staff my staff takes care of you know a lot of different things on the basketball operation side to where it you know it could actually come in play if they were applying for a job with the a college team or mm-hmm. NBA team or whatever. And then, you know, my coaches goes without saying. Um, uh, that was my next point. <laughs> these guys aren't just running wild out there. There's, no. uh, there's organization and there's coaches that have played in the league, for instance, like Bonzi Wells. Absolutely. Bonzi Wells is one of my, uh, you know, he was definitely one of my favorite players. We came out the same year, but uh, he has just so many things to offer to younger kids um, he's one of those guys that are, you know, he's an on-hands guy. And what I love about him is, you know, he's embracing this coaching role now. He wants to really get out there and, and become a, a coach. And then I, I always give him the story of Brandon Brantley. You know, that's one of my guys, um, you know, from from back in the day. And actually, uh, I actually coached him when I was a CBA coach. Um, but Brandon was a guy that, you know, strictly came every single day to our pro-am as a a serious coach you know he would take his notes and he would have his his clipboard and everything so um you know when you read brandon's bio right now at the university uh purdue university you know it's knocks indie pro-am all through his bio so uh again we we just like to provide opportunities for every single person involved and um you know, that's that's basically how we do it. This year, you're doing it up at the Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse at Grand Park, uh, a place where you work now, I think, on a daily basis, mm-hmm. just about. Tell me ab- about that complex, what everybody can expect up there, because I know it's just massive, right? I'll tell you what, it is <laughs> very, very massive. Uh, we love the fact that um, it's eight courts, and um, it's, it's just a solid situation. Uh, you know, different field houses are are built different, but they have um, high-definition cameras where you can actually record 
individual workouts or AAU games. That's smart. Or, yes. That's smart. That's that next level. That's definitely that's next level. And, um, you know, it's just a um, it's a beautiful facility. Uh, everyone that comes in, you know, they're very mesmerized by what's going on there. And, you know, they have great ownership. And it's um, just one of those things that, you know, once it gets rolling, it'll never stop. We had the major EYBL tournament um, there from Nike. And I think I read somewhere they're committed long term to that event because of those facilities and the area. Hotels are going up. Oh, yeah. And those will fill on a weekly basis, I think, just because of whatever's going on. A massive soccer and basketball, everything's going on there. Absolutely, yeah. Grand Park is very, very Mm -hmm. much growing, and uh, people are very excited about that area. So I expect first, you know, once people really find out what's going on in Jonathan Bird, um, you know, I think that it'll it'll, it'll really take, it'll really get get a roll of steam. So one of the things that we did not do, and we we never really, really promote the Pro-Am, um, because, um, you know, NBA players and college players, they always are in situations where they're bombarded by fans. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. you know, we wanted to provide a space where they could come and kind of relax, but it's inevitable once, you know, everybody catch wind of this person is going to be there that right. day, and that's when they start flowing. Picks in. up steam fast. Yes, it does. It does. So, um, you know, we look forward to it either way because it's just one of those things. And uh, Red Bull is one of our top sponsors um, and has been with us. St. Vincent Sports Performer has been with us uh, seven seven years. So we want to make sure that uh, those guys are are comfortable with what we're doing. And they usually, um, you know, bring out several different things and representations of their their corporations and their companies. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just a beautiful situation. Now, if I'm a young college guy, maybe at UND or another university around town, and I want to participate, is it too late, or are you still taking uh, requests to participate? Oh, no. And if so, how can they get in touch with you, Carlos? Well, actually, uh, you can visit our website. Our website has the information, uh, www.noxindieproam.net, and it has the um, the information about you know you being able to sign up and you uh, we, we provide a phone number for people to call. Um, and, you know, what we like to do is have guys that have actually played somewhere with uh, resumes and, um, you know, we'll ask for a player profile and just kind of fill you out, almost like a job interview. <laughs> yeah. But it's important for us to have those type of people on the floor um, with, you know, the elite, the elite NBA players and the, and the NCAA players. I can't let you go without hitting on a couple subjects. Number one, we'll start with George Hill, one of your guys, an IUPUI guy. Yeah. After his contributions here to Indy and the Pacers, moved on, traded to Utah. How do you feel about that? I think it was inevitable. Yes. But it's it's not easy to see a guy like that go, I don't think. No, it's not. You know, it's 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 bittersweet. You know, me and George have a relationship and has had a relationship over the years where, you know, the respect level is just tremendous. Um you know, I've always respected his game, uh, his work ethic, some of the things that he's done at a very young age were, you know, very, very commendable. You know, leaving IUPUI early um, to go into the NBA draft was something spectacular. Right. It turned uh, out to be that right call. Yes, it did. He got a guarantee. He followed through with it. San Antonio drafted. And I think he'll tell you that's probably one of the best things that's happened to him in his life is playing for San Antonio. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. I know he had a great relationship with those guys. and. That was just one of the things that he, um, you know, he just 
he dreamt about and it, his dream came true and he's followed through in every way. Sometimes it's, you know, it's just a business decision and, and organizations and, you know, it's time for a change. Maybe you don't fit as well as you did uh, on early on, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's no reason to uh, take it personal at all because it happens every day in the NBA. So I think he'll go out to Utah. I think he'll do great things. I think he'll be, uh, you know, exactly where he needs to be, you know, from a point guard standpoint, veteran, leadership. Um, and, and they're on the up and up right there. I think they're up. a playoff team in that Western Conference as we sit right today. Absolutely. You know, he's going out there with Gordon. It's Indy West is what I call it. <laughs> yeah. Now you got G. Hill, yeah. Gordon Hayward, Trey Lyles, Trey Lyles, and Butler's Shelvin Mack. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Funny still, But, yeah, George, man, I, I just really feel like he's going to be – uh, he's going to he's one of those guys that's going to be okay no matter where he is because his athleticism uh, a lot of things about his game is very quiet like you don't really know what he brings in certain situations he's deceptive but mm-hmm. he's very efficient and very very good so he's one of those guys you're right would fill in anywhere because he's selfless and will quietly do whatever the team needs, which Absolutely. was what we've seen from the Pacers. When Paul was out, other guys were injured. He stuck, stepped up and averaged you know, 20 points per game. He did. Now, they, now everybody came back, and I think a little too quietly, but last year he was kind of reserved in the corner mm-hmm. again, which I don't mm-hmm. like to see because he's a much better player than that. But yeah. he was accepting of whatever role he was told to embrace. Absolutely, yes. yes. And that's one of the things about being a professional. Um, you know, as a professional, you have to make sure that you're doing your job at all times and you have to understand if business decisions are made. Again, it's not personal. It's about yeah. moving on and doing your thing um, wherever you need to do it. At. So I think you'll be fine. Meanwhile, part of that trade, another hometown guy coming back, Jeff Teague. What have you seen? What do you know about him and his game? I know everything about Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague is a hard worker, man. He's uh, one of those guys that stays in the gym. He um, loves the game. I mean, loves the game. Um, Indiana will definitely, Indianapolis will definitely embrace him because uh, he has a great family. He has a great, you know, great people around him that really direct him. Uh, to be great, you know, so um, I love his ability to get to the rim. I love his ability to lead as a point guard. Um, I just feel like they are really adding quickness and, and leadership to this team. And uh, I I like the way the Pacers look, and I really, really like the way the Pacers look. Yeah, because they've made incredible changes this offseason. If, on a broad scale, when you compare the two, uh-huh. are the Pacers mostly getting that speed, that quickness to the rim, that aggressive point guard that they've needed for quite some time? Is that fair? I think so. I definitely think so. Um, and, again, that's not to take anything away from George, but at the same time, you know, it's a different style. Jeff Teague plays a different style, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like he, you know, gets to the lane. He gets to the lane, and he makes plays. So um, I can't say, say, you know, it's just an outstanding job by the organization and, of course, my guy, Nate McMillan. He's, yeah, um, yeah he's one of those guys. It'll be fun guys. to see what he'll do. Oh, yeah. I know he will be very successful, only because, you know, again, he's a veteran, and he knows how to um, to orchestrate, he knows how to keep guys 
accountable when it comes to, you know, being on the floor. So I, I just I like the whole idea of him being here and our our organization going in the direction with these new players. That change was obviously made in the offseason. So all we've heard is during offseason workouts. But yeah, what you said is all I've heard is that he has a bigger command of whatever it is that's going on. That's just more of his style, not to take away from Frank Vogel and what Absolutely. he did at all. Yeah. And the change did surprise me a little bit. But I am curious to see how Nate will be different and how Nate will impact this team as we look at him right now. It's mm-hmm. a team that is looking top three, top four in the East, I would think. I, I really feel that. I mean, Miles Turner, 20 years old, he, he's continuing to blow up. All the reporters I've talked to that were out in Vegas for the select team, mm-hmm. he's the guy that stood out to them Absolutely. among all those select players, yes, which sir. is that next generation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Miles, actually, I talked to him about playing. Um, he gets in on uh, Thursday. Now, did you DM him to get a hold of him? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I don't know if you saw where he was. Uh, he was interviewed at the ESPYS. Oh, and, yeah. Okay, so he's interviewed at the ESPYS. Uh-huh. And as I put it, you can either get the serious, repetitive questions. What do you think about Durant going to Warriors? What do you think about your team? How does it feel to be here? What are you wearing? Those things, or you can get playful. And this reporter from Slam Magazine, a female, so you're gonna get a little better uh, responses, I would argue there. She goes, so uh, do you slide into DMs? He goes, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I slide head first. <laughs> I love it. 20-year-old just having fun. Right, just having fun. Just having, just having fun. fun. But that's why I brought up. So how'd you get hold of it? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But he's a, uh, man, he's a, he's a pleasure to speak with. Uh, you know, when when we work out down at, at, at uh, Banker's Life, um, it's just a pleasure to see him come in every single night. You know, when he's in town, he's in there. Uh, That's he's what it working. sounded like. Yeah, man. He and he's got a couple work. guys in there working. And Absolutely. Let's get to work. I'm not here just to shoot some shots. No, no. He's a very, very, he's very uh, particular about his workouts and uh, just becoming a better player. I, I love his leadership as well. So we, we may see him out um, if he was getting in a little bit earlier. On Saturday, uh, I think that he would be able to to play, but uh, we're still working that out. But then we have the following week, so we'll see. And as we know with NBA players, it's hard to get solid commitments, but he might just say, it's Tuesday, I had a workout in this morning. Yeah. I want to play tonight. Hey, Carlos, you got a game for me? That is exactly how it happens. Head up north and we'll find you a team. I love it. Yes. Carlos, appreciate you being here and sharing this with all our listeners. July 26th to August 7th. Up at the Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse at Grand Park. That's up in Westfield. You know, 20-minute drive. Get you there at 6 o'clock is when the games will get started. Probably a couple games back-to-back, right? Six, seven, and eight. Oh, three games. Yep, three oh. games per night. Six, and it's a great bang for your buck because it's free yes. to get out there. So I Absolutely. suggest you check it out. I'll be up there as often as I can. Thanks again, Carlos. Okay, no problem, Scott. Thank you. Thanks again to Carlos Knox for coming by in studio to record this podcast. The Knox Indie Pro-Am begins July 26th. It runs seven different days over the next two weeks. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday with the championship game along with the Indiana-Purdue alumni game that Sunday afternoon up at Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse at Grand Park.
Carlos is a good guy. I've had the opportunity to work with him both with the fever, with Tamika Catchings, with training. And this is a guy that works with a lot of great talent that has come through this state. Guys like George Hill, Tamika Catchings, Lance Stevenson, and many, many others. So he's certainly a well-respected mind. When it comes to player and player development, that's why you see him have those several titles with the fever up at Grand Park and then doing this indie Pro-Am on the side. Best of all, this event is free, so I can't encourage you more to come check it out when you have a spare evening over the next couple of weeks. And my shout-out for this week goes to 20-year-old Miles Turner, Pacers' former rookie, no longer uh, the rookie, at least in my book. Miles just completed an excellent week of work out in Las Vegas with the United States Select Team, the group that challenges and pushes the national team before they play some exhibition games and then go off to the Olympics and get that gold medal as usual. But as I said with Carlos, all the people I've talked to and what I've read, Miles just had a terrific camp, a terrific several days in Las Vegas and really stood out. He was a guy that even looked like he couldn't be part of that national team. And for the Pacers, that's just amazing to believe that their pick last year is already developing at this pace. It's amazing what happens when you put a high-character guy with quality talent and tremendous athleticism in a program, in a culture, and see what comes out of it. Miles is a guy that's a tireless worker. He really wants to get better at his craft, add to his game, and all that work in the gym, all that work with other professional athletes and learning from older guys in the league, coaches that have been around the league for 20-plus years. We're seeing already some of that work pay off. And to think he has just one NBA season in the books is very, very encouraging for this Indiana Pacers team. It's Paul George, the face of the team, Miles Turner, and then everybody else. And in this day and age, you really need to have two, typically three stars in the league to have a chance to contend for a championship. And so my shout out for this week goes to Pacer center Miles Turner after a terrific week of training camp out in Las Vegas with the select team. For new and archived episodes of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast, subscribe on your favorite podcast player, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and much, much more. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.